Hello and welcome to Adopter Stories by Adoption Now. Throughout April to June, we are running our Every Step campaign, in which we are focusing on the support that we offer here at Adoption Now. We're extremely proud of our adoption support team and we always encourage our adopters to reach out when they need us. In this episode, I sat down to chat with one of our adopters who accessed our therapeutic parenting course. We find out how they accessed the course, how they found it and how it helped their family. So without further ado, let's go straight to the interview. Okay, so how did you come to adopt? Um, so my husband and I married in our 30s, tried for a baby, nothing happened, um, found out it was unexplained infertility, went for IVF, had several rounds of that, that didn't work. Um, and then we had quite a frank discussion and I, I'm the sort of person that I want to try everything I can to do something. So I wanted to explore surrogacy where he said he wanted to explore adoption. So I reached out, we, we had a conversation first, so it was agreed, but I reached out to a surrogacy charity. He reached out to the local authority just to get advice about where we both stood. Um, so we had one round of IVF with a surrogate and that didn't work. And it was at the point the consultant said, we can either try your sperm with somebody else's egg or vice versa. Mm. Um, my husband just said, what are we doing this? What are we putting ourselves through? You know, there's children out there that need a home and you want to be a mummy, I want to be a daddy. How does it, you know, why does it matter how they come to us? Um, so we both decided then to draw a line under that because in my mind I'd done everything I could to have a birth child and it just wasn't meant to be. Mm. So, um, yeah, so we reached out to the local authority, met a lovely social worker and rest history <laughs> <laughs> so how did you actually find the adoption process so it was fairly straightforward it was obviously more straightforward the second time around but um we just had slightly unusual circumstances in that we'd sold one house and we'd moved into temporary rented accommodation while we were trying to find this house so we inquired about adopting and the social worker came out and she was chatting away and she said you know it's not a problem that you're in rented and we said oh no we're looking to buy so that was like right I can assess you up to a point but the house is almost a massive it's a massive factor in where this child is going to live so it's going to draw come to a, a halt until you find that house so yeah. that sort of kicked us up the backside <laughs> to find a house which we did um and to be honest with you we were talking about this the other night it from moving in here, we had done a little bit of the pre-assessment beforehand in the previous house. It was like a pregnancy. It was nine months from sort of going to the training and everything to our daughter coming home. So, and it felt like a pregnancy because we were we bought the house and we were doing the house up and there were builders here and we were working you know, into the night, painting and decorating. Every time the social worker came, she was like, oh, what's changed? We're like, come and see the bathroom. The bathroom is finished. And it, it was it was like we were getting the house ready for yeah. her. And so there was a purpose to it, really. Um, so, yeah, that was straightforward. And then, as I say, second time around with our son, um, because you know what you're doing and you know what you're going into, it doesn't seem as daunting. Um, and then bizarrely my husband's friends from childhood they adopted a year before we adopted our daughter and they were on the oh, same okay. course as us for the second time <laughs> around so it was like we had people who've had similar experiences yeah, yeah. and um, because it was the second time around a doctor's course everyone's kind of in the same boat so it, it was a 
it was useful. It really was useful, but it was like a different slant to the first time around when yeah. you're all sat there going, hello, nice <laughs> to meet you. Ooh, let's sit on our hands and, yeah. you know, that kind yeah, of thing. You sort of know what's coming then, don't you? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would say once we'd got the house here, it was very straightforward. Um, there's a lot of the, the homework that you do. We'd sit on a night and I'd have the laptop out and my husband would be answering as he's watching the football <laughs> or whatever. But yeah, it wasn't it wasn't onerous or anything. And yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so in this particular episode, we're talking about the support that we offer at adoption. Now, I believe you access some therapeutic parenting. Yeah. Through us. Yes. Yeah. So this was around this time last year. Um, my little boy's always struggled with separating um nursery was a bit tricky for him because obviously the nursery shut down during covid um and then when he went back i worked part-time so monday'd be fine tuesday they'd say he was a bit giddy and then by wednesday oh we've had a wednesday with him and it kind of felt like it he could manage being away from me monday mm. and then tuesday was a bit like where's mummy and then by wednesday it was like he just needed that time yeah. this is only looking back that i can see this and um, then he'd have thursday friday with me so that i'd sort of ground him then weekend would be a family time and then back to sort of that process and then when he started school in the september monday tuesday wednesday absolutely fine but then on the thursday friday i would drop him at the school gate and he found it very hard to walk away oh. so it was like he'd be looking back and he'd say to the reception staff is, is mummy going to be there is mummy going to pick me up and like that made me feel awful because yeah. I was like, well, I've never not picked you up. But it, we came to realise it's a feeling inside him that yeah. it's like of abandonment, I think. Um, so it was actually his reception teacher said, you know, I know he's adopted. Is there any kind of trauma there that we need to be looking at? Because they're quite a trauma-informed school. Um, and I was like, well, I don't know. You know, maybe that's something to explore. And mm. It was sort of, I think it was this half term that we're coming up to. It was particularly bad with his behaviour. And it was just things like, I remember going to an ice cream parlour and his sister needed the toilet and it was just me. And I said, come on, you know, we're all going to go to the toilet. And he was like, no. And he ended up biting my hand because he, he was so focused on what he was doing and said to my husband, I was like, this isn't just normal kind of behaviour that we're dealing with. Yeah. Um, and I said, I'm, I'm going to ring adoption now and see what's what. And just from that first phone call, you know, you speak to friends and they're like, oh, well, my so-and-so doesn't do that. And my son, it's like, yeah, but your child hasn't had the experience that yeah. my child had. Yeah. And speaking to that social worker on that first call, she, she got it and she was like, right, okay, have you tried this? Have you spoken to these people? This is what I'm going to do. Let's make a plan of action. Um, and then she suggested the therapeutic parenting course, which, to be honest with you, I kind of took as a, oh, it's me, I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. Which yeah. It, it isn't, well, it, not no, at all. You know, yeah, lot, we get a lot of people that think like that. Yeah, it's, it's, and, and I think it's in my nature because my husband's completely different kettle of fish and he was like, no, it's nothing to do with us. You know, it's like, yeah. it's about him, which he could see, whereas I was like, well, what, what are we doing wrong? And it's like, it's nothing yeah. that we're doing wrong. It's just that we're not quite getting him. You know, there's like, it's just not fitting. Um, so... It, it was brilliant from walking through the room. It was like you meet people and they just get you. So 
it was like, you know, those awful experiences. Like, Hi, this is the teddy and we're going to pass the teddy to Laura. Laura, would you like to tell us about your family? And I'm going, I hate this, I hate this. <laughs> but everyone was sort of telling the same story. And um, my husband couldn't take the time off work. So it was just me on my own. But there was another guy who also, his partner couldn't take time off work. So um, it wasn't just me that was the only lone parent there. Yeah. Um and the one thing that they did say to do prior to starting the course was to reread his CPR, um, which, to be honest with you, I found very, very hard because you, you get the child permanence report, the CPR, you, you get it before your little person arrives and you're reading about this little person that you've seen in photos and, you know, you might have had a conversation with a social worker about what kind of person they are. But to reread it when he'd been in our family for like three years... And to look back and see what he'd experienced before he'd come to us, now that he's ours, it it was very upsetting, but it was also really powerful because everybody else had been told to do the same thing. And we we brought the stories together in trust. And the thing is, everybody's stories were very, very similar. And you can see that the no wonder he's struggling with X, Y, and Z because of these experiences that he had not only when he was a baby but when he was in utero as well you know like and it made me think about that um and then it was just reframing how we thought about it so thinking it's not him acting out because I've told him he had to leave his ice cream and go to the bathroom with his sister you know it's like there's something there that's triggering yeah. him you know yeah. it's and it made me see that from a different point of view so instead of me seeing the behavior and going oh I don't know what I'm doing he's biting my hand or he's been kicking me it's like this is coming from a feeling within him mm. and it makes you more empathetic to what's going on I suppose yeah, yeah. Um, how did you find the training um I found it really really useful I did find it hard because I'd go in and it was just me and my own and then I'd come home and you had all these thoughts going on in your head and then you had to go back to being mummy and being like, da, 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 right, okay, what are you having for tea, da, 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 da. Then we put the kids to bed then we're going, oh my goodness, you know, we talked about how uh, alcohol misuse can affect fetuses and this, that and the other. And because my husband hadn't been there on the course, some of the things that I was suggesting, he was like looking at me like I've got two heads sometimes. And I said, trust me, you know, it, it's it's not, it's not bonkers. It, there's a reason for it. Yeah. But because I can't relive the course word for word with you, it's so there was a little bit of that going on. Was, um, was it, so did you say there was more resistance to the stuff that there has been, there's been taught about at the course? Yeah, I or think. was it translation from it not was, being there? Or? It was probably translation from not being there. I don't think he was resistant. Um, I mean, I remember mum and dad coming around for a barbecue when we were halfway through doing it. And uh, they were arguing, the children were arguing each other in the garden. And uh, my husband said in like stroppy voice, well, I'm obviously not doing it right, am I? Because I've not been on this course. And I was like, no, it, it's not that. It's that you've just got to think about it and reframe the way that yeah. you're wording it with the kids. And as much as he was saying to me, you know, it's not anything we've done wrong. That's why you're on the therapeutic parenting course I was sort of saying to him it's nothing you're doing wrong it's just I'm doing something differently because I've got a different mindset now because mm. something's switched in my brain that I'm not thinking about the kicking off with each other over who's got the football it, it's it's something else and 
and it's spotting those early sort of bubbling signs that something's going to kick off and and intervening because you can see which way it's going to go and knowing how to intervene as well rather Mm. than just saying right you two separate like you come over here and talk to mummy you go and talk to daddy and then we'll find a solution and then you don't get the big because they can't get what they both ultimately want um yeah and i think once we've been through that a few times and he saw how actually there was a benefit to the way I was sort of twisting things around a little bit, he, he came around to it. Um, and now we've had um, some input from an educational psychologist with our son. And she said, she came for a visit and she was like, you're very much both on the same page. So I think it's probably been harder work for him because mm. he wasn't doing the training, but like you skip forward, we're nearly 12 months on and, she didn't see a difference in how I parent them to how he parents them. We're both very much using those therapeutic strategies with the kids. So, so was it what you thought it would be? Um, I didn't know what I was walking into, to be honest with you. I was like, ooh. <laughs> at that point, I would have taken any help, you know, yeah, at all. It was yeah. like, right, I could have walked in and I don't know. Um, but I did find it really, really useful. And I've also found that moving on, I've got two forms of support. So there's a regular uh, where there's some sort of catch up with the trainers. So you can go along to drop-in sessions. Some of them are in person, some are via Teams. um, And they're pretty regular so that if something is flaring up, you know that you can go to that. But we've also got a therapeutic parenting WhatsApp group. So um, something happened around Christmas and somebody was like, oh my goodness, my child's doing this. We were like, yeah! it's happening here too and we were like oh it's the excitement and because we'd all been through that yeah, together yeah. we were like right that's what it is da, 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 da. it and gives an extra layer of support it and does. Like Celine on them, yes it? yeah yeah because like I say you know sometimes I'll say to friends oh gosh this has happened and they'll be like well why are they doing that whereas with the therapeutic parenting group it's like we're all coming from the similar place and mm. like you say there's that layer of support that they go it's not just you yeah. you know it, it's it's us as well and this is what we've tried have you tried a weighted blanket have you tried this have you tried that you know it and and that's been a real bonus coming out of, of the, the training the course so what advice would you give to adopters coming through the process or anyone that's thinking about adoption and they're worried about if there's any support there or what kind of support is there um the, the support's definitely there um I think the one piece of advice I would give is ask for help. Nobody's judging you. The chances are when you make that phone call, the the person that you speak to on the end of the phone, they've seen it before. And if they haven't seen it before, they know somebody who has seen it before. Um, There's a wealth of experience, a wealth of knowledge, and they can put you in touch with people who can provide real help and support for you. So, you know, don't be proud and try and muddle on by yourself because you're not, going to get the same results as if you do ask for that help Uh, and like I say nobody's judging you it's you know they're there to help Mm -hmm. it's not all doom and gloom I absolutely love those two kids they're mine they've changed our lives so much and we can't imagine not having them in our lives Um, and parenting isn't easy for anybody being an adoptive parent is a different strand but it's not more difficult it's just different difficult Um, and I think just to bear that in mind so so what would you say to anyone that's thinking about adoption? Go for it. <laughs> if you're thinking about adoption, we would love to hear from you. You can do this in a couple of ways. You can call our information line on 01204 336096 
or you can fill out the contact form on our website, which is adoptionnow.org.uk. Now, one of the best places to learn how to find out more about the adoption process is to come to one of our online information events. And these are the perfect place to start your adoption journey. You'll hear about the adoption process from one of our experienced social workers. And you'll also be able to hear from one of our adopter guest speakers who tells us their story. It's like a live version of the podcast. We generally have two running per month. So visit adoptionnow.org.uk forward slash events to book your free place. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Take care. And I'll see you in the next episode of Adopter Stories by Adoption Now.